The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to a brand new Ewan for Breakfast podcast. We're going to take a look at some of the things going on around the Limestone Coast this weekend. And in minutes, I want to introduce you to a lady who has a sensational story. She is instrumental in bringing 600-odd Marilyn Munros together at the Brighton Jetty next weekend. We'll find out all the details soon. This weekend, one of the things going on is hooked on Portland. Nissa has all the details of what is going on just over the border on Saturday. Nissa, g'day. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Now, Nissa, Hooked on Paul, it is back. Tell me what's going on. It is. We're so excited. There is entertainment. There are fishing clinics. There is going to be music. There is a catch and cook stage where you can see live cooking demonstrations. There'll be lots of seafood to eat, and it's all happening from 10 a.m. through 8 p.m. Now, tell me all about the entertainment because the foreshore is going to rock. It is. We're starting off with some beautiful local talent with Sky and Jazzy. And then we've got a couple of groups coming on with the Fairy Wrens and the Flannelettes who are quite new to the scene but absolutely going off around the southwest Victoria. And Nissa, headline act for Hooked on Portland this weekend? It's Boom Crash Opera. How cool is that? It is. We're so excited and there's been so much buzz around it. It's been brilliant. For people who want to know more about Hooked on Portland, it's all going to take place on Saturday. How can we find out more and, of course, be part of what is going to be a great day? You can go to the Hooked on Portland Facebook page or the Glen Elkshire website. Nissa, awesome to talk to you this morning. Have a great Saturday. All getting underway at 10am, running through to 8pm. Boom Crash Opera playing live. We'll talk more about that later on this morning. Mark my words. Nissa, thanks for the call this morning. Thank you. See ya. Right the way across the Lobster Coast, taking a look at events taking place this weekend. And just before we get in to weekend events, I want to send a big shout out to the Lifeblood team. The Red Cross Blood Service have been in town this week. And uh, a big congratulations to everybody who has made a donation. Now, cricket is back this weekend. T20 tonight as well. Round five of the Dyser Construction Big Bash. Cricket with the Melissa and Narracourt Cricket Association is back this weekend. And the Mad Gambia District Cricket Association's Hoggies Wines Barber Shield continues this weekend. Women's footy is back as well this weekend too at the Blue Lake Sports Park. Also this weekend, farmers markets are back. Kalangadu and Mount Gambia, the taxidermist and message on a bottle are exhibitions that are happening at the Ridock Arts and Cultural Centre. Australia Day events, of course, are happening right the way across the region. And a huge congratulations to everyone being recognised across the Limestone Coast, doing amazing things in and for our community. Uh, tomorrow, Tension All the Progress Association, Australia Day celebrations are taking place. And don't forget, after the long weekend, kids are going back to school. Some great stuff going on right the way across the Limestone Coast this weekend for you and the family to get involved with. Now, have you ever been to the Brighton? Now, have you ever been to the Brighton Jetty Swim? If you haven't, let me tell you, a spectacle has taken place every year for the last decade. It is the spectacle of hundreds of Marilyn Munros taking to the water and a lady who has been instrumental in putting it together as a fundraiser for the Cancer Council joins me on the line. Sarah, g'day. Good morning. Sarah, there are a group of blonde bombshells that jump into the water (laughs) each and every year for the Cancer Council SA. What's going on? 
Oh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, look, we, um, we're just a bunch of uh, average people uh, that want to make an extraordinary difference. So we get dressed up as Marilyn Monroe and we uh, parade down our local Jetty Road in Brighton uh, once a year, the first Sunday in February during the Brighton Jetty Classic. And we march down the street and have thousands of people waving at us and we blow kisses and have a fabulous time. Then we enter the sea and swim around the jetty. Um, I use the word swim loosely. <laughs> Most of us are in flotation devices. So um, we're having a grand time getting around the jetty about 400 meters. And uh, that takes us around 20 minutes <laughs> because we're having far too much time to rush these things, darling. So we uh, we come out of the sea and we cross the finish line together. So it's, it's not a race, uh, but it is a... Um, sort of a relaxing paddle around the jetty. Sarah, Marilyn Monroe is an icon across the globe. I remember when the Marilyn exhibition was in Bendigo and we had an absolutely incredible statue of the one and only Marilyn Monroe. How did it come about that Marilyn's hit the water on the first <laughs> Sunday of February each and every year? Well... Uh, back in 2013, um, this sort of idea came to life, but I would have to back up to the root of it and say 2006, when my mother was diagnosed with uterine cancer. Um, I was also losing my father um, to a stroke at the same time, so it was a really difficult time for me. I had my, my dad in one hospital back in America, and then I had my mother um, while he was in the hospital. She collapsed from stage four uterine cancer. Um, which we know no one knew she had um, because she really needed a bit more awareness around that, which is part of why I do what I do. Um, and she ended up in another hospital. And unfortunately, she was given the um, diagnosis of stage four and they were trying to extend her life. And during that time, I, uh, this powerhouse of a woman, I couldn't possibly imagine my world without her. Um, she had seven kids. I was the last of seven kids. She's always, you know, she's moved fast. She's not this sort of like declining person. She was full of energy. So to see this happen was very traumatic. I mean, it always is, right? But um, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I started fundraising uh, to help cure cancer. And I let her know that that's what I was going to spend my life doing. So I've done a variety of different things before the Maryland Jetty Swim. But um, this was probably the, the idea that catched on the most. And Basically, I was having a chat down at the surf club with um, a lady down there that runs the surf club at, at back in the day, back in 2013. And she said, you should join the Brighton Jetty Classic and raise money, you know, for your mom and uh, for, for, for that charity and for the, for the Cancer Council. And I said, oh, like, you know, I'm not a swimmer. I'm no athlete. What would that look like? And I'd be drowning out there. And she said, I don't know, like, dress up like something iconic and American for your mother. And I was like... Like what? She was like, I don't know, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and of course, here's me. I'm like, fabulous idea. Yep, shook on it. And I was like, only problem is I'll still drown. Can I use a floaty? And she was like, I'm sure that we can get that over the line. So the original idea was that I would just join the charity division. So they've got a charity wave in the middle of their actual swim, which is the Channel 7 Bright Jetty Classic. You know, it's an actual swimmers. And then there'd be me, right? <laughs> so um, <laughs> who's not a swimmer? I'll just go ahead and push that again. Um, and so I just said, you know, floaty, yep, in. And then the next day I was like, oh, man, 
they don't want me out there drowning. This is crazy. I can't do this. I'm going to be look really random. And so I tried calling her back and then her name was Robin and is Robin. And so I tried calling her and she didn't answer. And I left a message and I didn't hear back. And I went, well, I put it out there and you know, she didn't get back to me. So that's fine. I'm off the hook now. And then several weeks later, I get a call. She says, I'm so sorry. I didn't get back to you. The day after I spoke to you, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I was floored. So I'm like, well, I was actually ringing to tell you that I wasn't going to do that terrible cancer council idea. And she said, well, you can't do that now, can you? (laughs) So I was hooked in and I said, well, can I get 50 people to do it with me? And she said, the more the merrier. And here we are. How much money have you and the Marylands raised for the Cancer Council? Well, last year... Um, so look, my original goal was going to be a million dollars. I wanted in my lifetime to raise a million dollars. And I thought that that would take me my entire life, but I underestimated South Australians, (laughs) (laughs) their willingness to, um, put themselves out there and volunteer. So, um, we have raised, we hit a million dollars last year in year 10 and we exceeded a million dollars. Uh, and I believe it was like 1.1 something. Um, and then, uh, now we are over 128,000 just for this year alone. And we will, we will be hitting 300,000 this year. So, you know, what's that 1.15 plus, yeah, another 300. I mean, we're encroaching upon 1.5, you know, million. So, it's um it's growing every year, so we'll be my new goal is five million, so we'll be there in no time. <laughs> Sarah, how can people get involved with your Marylands and the Jetty Swim? Well, for this year, we had a, a cutoff of six hundred people, so we started with fifty-seven people first year. <laughs> um, we're in year eleven now, and we had to cut off at six hundred because we just don't even know what that's going to look like. <laughs> So we were a little like, we should probably grow a little slower because now at this point, this is big numbers. Um, The surf club have to make sure we're all safe as well. That's a huge thing. They have to have a certain amount of lifesavers, helicopters, boats. I mean, we've got all that, Um, but there's a ratio. So we said 600 and we have now let this um, go to 661. (laughs) <laughs> so the, we we let a few extras in. So we've got 661. Um, so this year we have shut the registration. So last Friday, this is past Friday, we we, sh- we closed the registration at 5 p.m. But what you can do is register your interest for next year. So you can go to the Marylands.org and you can register your interest. And then you will get an email uh, next year when the registration is open and you can get in uh, because we'll have a cutoff next year as well. I'm sure we'll grow it. We don't know what that number is going to look like yet. Let us get through this year first. But if you get in early, then you'll guarantee yourself a spot. Um, And it's the best fun you never knew that you wanted to have. So I'm just saying you should do it. Sarah, I am, I'm blown away by your story. I had a a dad who passed away from bowel cancer. So I I understand the Mm. journey that you, uh, that you have been on. Um, I wasn't inspired to, to create a fundraiser for the cancer council, but my goodness, my, my, my hat goes off to you. My heart goes out to you. And I cannot believe that you have raised almost one and a half million dollars for the cancer council, South Australia. Thank you. Does it blow you away? 
Yeah, like um, yesterday we had the Maryland Jetty Swim Soiree, which is our celebration and where all the women come together with no wigs, because what I really don't want to lose as this thing grows, I mean, we've always had a really fantastic community and friendship group around the whole thing. So, I mean, really, really tight, amazing friendships have come from joining the Maryland's for me as well. I mean, I've got this whole new friendship group that are my, my tight group, men and women. And it's just like picking best friends out of the best pool of people, you know, because all these people are coming together for such a really beautiful reason that you just get a lot of really beautiful people being involved. So one of the things we do is have the Maryland Jetty Swim Soiree. It's where people can come together and mingle and we, we bring the ladies together. So we actually know who we're talking to because on swim day, you wouldn't have a clue who anybody is. <laughs> it's like witness protection program. So um, we had that yesterday and I stood there thinking, this has just become something so much more not just about the money, it's just become so much more than I ever could have dreamt in terms of the value in people's lives and my life as well. And it's, it's the best, craziest decision in that split moment that has changed my life um, that I've ever made. And I'm really grateful for a community that embraces some of this really wild stuff that we do. It's, um, it's a real tribute to who Australians are. And I love um, the country for that. And Sarah, it sounds like this fundraiser has really given more back to you than, than totally. you have given to the cancer council. Oh, it's, um, I mean, I get those kind of like goosebumps moments, you know, where I just feel purpose every day that I do anything to do with this. I, I am filled with purpose and there's just no greater gift, really. Sarah, it has been a pleasure in every sense of the word to talk to you today. Oh, I cannot you. wait to see the vision of all of the Marylands <laughs> as part of the Jetty Swim on the 4th of February. And please don't be a stranger. I'd love to talk again sometime. Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. What a remarkable lady. And talking about remarkable South Australians, have you been watching Gladiator on Channel 10? We have a gladiator from here in our very own state. He's on the line, ready to have a chat. Cobra, g'day. How you going? Yeah, good. Now, Cobra, i got to ask, how do you become a gladiator? Well, I think you don't become a gladiator. You're already a gladiator through life. And then they just put you in the place to go through all the events. What's it been like to uh, to take part in the television series, The Gladiators? I mean, it's kind of a dream come true. I grew up, you know, jumping off the lounges, watching The Gladiators <laughs> in the 90s. And now here I am out in front of it uh, on the screen, be able to share this with the Australian audience. So it's it's pretty incredible feeling. Now, Cobra, not only are you a gladiator now, but you've been a, an, an if I might say, a bit of a, a adrenaline junkie over the course of the years. You've done some incredible things in your lifetime. Yeah, I've done a few things, definitely in the past 10 years. Um, you know, I've kept myself busy just exploring what I can in life, whether it's in the air, on the land, on the water, underwater. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun ride, that's for sure. Is it true that you have 18 world records under your belt? Yeah, I've set 18 world records. Yeah, definitely <laughs> over the last uh, yeah last 10 years. Tell me a little bit about some of them. Okay, so I started off in uh, 2015. I paddled from the Gold Coast down to Bondi 
for 800 kilometres, 17 days in the water by myself, 21 shark encounters, knocked off my board, circled, all that sort of fun stuff. I've run around islands. I've skateboarded across America from Chicago to Santa Monica along Route 66. So I was 56 days nonstop, including crossing the Mojave Desert at 57 degrees. I've jumped off the top of a hot air balloon at 10,000 feet and I've climbed up the side of another one at 10,000 feet on a rope ladder with no parachute. Got to the top, watched a beautiful sunrise, then jumped off. And then most recent one, I've just paddled 480 kilometres in the Maldives over nine days, which was quite an epic experience. Cobra, what makes you want to do this sort of stuff? I just want to show people what's possible in life and just to keep reaching new heights and just pushing the boundaries and really just break the boundaries down so they're not there and people don't have doubts and build up that self-trust to be able to accomplish anything they want in life. And that's why the Gladiator show is so amazing because I get to show that with the Australian audience as well of what we can do and just keep on going for it. Now, Cobra, you and the other Gladiators, you come up against everyday Aussies. And over the course of the show, from what I was talking with Liz, there's going to be some uh, some pretty epic battles. Have have any of the, uh, the encounters surprised you so far? Look, all of the contenders, they're really going for it. I mean, that there's a great prize at the end. One female, one male, they get to become gladiators for next season. So they're all giving 100% to it on every single event. So it's been a fun battle for all of us. And it's great to see these people just really stepping up to it. And how hard is it to be a gladiator, Cobra? Look, I mean, it takes a special sort of person to become a gladiator, I feel. You know, you've got to be diverse in different disciplines as an athlete yeah it's also that mindset as well you know you need to be able to take those losses and the wins and be a good sport as well but really just step up and put everything in 100 percent into every single event that you do and really it's about the team like we're such an amazing team and you know, i'm surrounded by incredible people so it's it makes our job and life a lot easier i think having that Cobra, I cannot wait to uh, to watch you on TV tonight. Gladiators is back on 10 and 10 play. It's been fantastic to talk to you this morning. Good luck with the rest of the season. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That's it for another podcast. I will be back Monday. The Limestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast will be back, keeping you up to date with everything happening across the Limestone Coast sports-wise. Have a great long weekend.